So I had a great conversation with the Lord this morning and I was asking, well, where should I go? What should I talk about next? And I gave my thoughts and he kind of gave this response of, mm, nah. and then he said, take heart. And then for about one minute, that's really all I heard was take heart, take heart. Now, I didn't even know where it existed in scripture, um, but I, I found out that it came up in about four places in the New Testament where it says, take heart. Now, take heart in the Greek means courageous, take courage. And when I started reading the scripture verses and passages of where it took place, it really opened up a lot, specifically the last. But we're going to start right where Matthew is in the, in the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, this is in chapter 9, verses 2 to 3. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. So the first thing that happens here is that people were seeking the Lord for help. They were seeking him and then they found him. And then he spoke. And because they were seeking him, the man who was in and lying on the bed, what did he, what did Jesus say? He didn't say, you know, get up, pick up your mat and walk. He didn't say that yet. But what he did say was your sins are forgiven. We need to come to him and seek him and ask for forgiveness. And he is so faithful and he loves you so much that he will forgive you and he will not remember your sins anymore which means you shouldn't remember your sins anymore. The enemy has a way of keeps putting in our minds the sins of the past to make us feel guilty, feel condemned, feel ashamed. All those are anti-gospel. If God doesn't remember your sins, you shouldn't either. So he has, be encouraged, my son. Your sins are forgiven. That is so powerful. And then we go to Matthew chapter 9, verse 20 to 22. And it says, And behold, a woman who had suffered from a discharge of blood for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. For she said to herself, if I only touch his garment, I will be made well. Jesus turned and seeing her, he said, 
Take heart, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And instantly the woman was made well. This woman, keep, keep in mind, she was behind him. And she was chasing after the Lord. Believing this man, all I have to do is touch his garment. All I have to do is get near to him. All I want is to get near to him. I just want to touch his garment. And I know, I know that I will be made well. We need to chase after the Lord like this. No matter how far we think he is, we need to run after him. We need to seek him. And then look at what he did. He says, Jesus turned and seeing her. So now she gave her attention completely to him. And then he turned and he saw her and he looked at her. The very presence of the living God. And then he spoke. Take heart, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And then she was healed. Are we going to him? Are we chasing after him with all that we are? He wants us to. He's always come away with me. Get alone with me. Seek me and you will find me. And then we turn to Matthew 14, 27. Now this is where Jesus is walking on water. And this is going to be, we're going to go to verse 26. It says, but when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. And they said, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. Imagine the scene. They see what they believe is a ghost walking on water. And then Jesus immediately addresses it. Do not be afraid. It is I. Take heart. Be courageous. It is I. And he gave them peace to calm them in the storm of all things, but to calm them. The next verse is John. Chapter 16, verses 32 and 33. It says, Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own house, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Interestingly enough, this verse spoke the loudest out of the four. 
The hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Think about that for a moment. What's happening right now? We've been scattered. And we've all gone, gone to our own houses. But this here says, but you will leave me alone. Have we left the Lord alone? Are we cowering in fear and bowing down to fear? Bending knee to fear. This is so important. Yes, we may be going to all of our homes for protection. But we, that doesn't protect us. Only Him and His presence will protect us. Because He has overcome the world. And He will give you rest. He will give you peace. It's so funny because my daughter had a dream and has had this dream multiple times. And she told my wife the dream uh, yesterday. And in the dream, my daughter's running to a house. And it's always the same house in the dream. And she's running to it. And the minute that she opens the door, there's Jesus standing there waiting for her. Are we seeking refuge in Him? Or are we going to other things? Take heart. Be courageous. Do not be afraid. He is with you. He wants you to abide in Him. Because then Jesus says, Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. If the Father is with Jesus, and you are with Jesus, you are with the Father too. The Creator of the entire universe that is who is with you. We need to find rest and peace in Him. It says, but take heart, I have overcome the world. He has overcome the world. Yes, there will be tribulation in the world. But if you're in Him who has overcome the world, you will be in peace. The last thing I'll say is my wife was praying uh, in the closet yesterday, a couple days ago. And our closet's got a window. Okay, it's kind of like a walk-in closet. And, you know, she was on her knees, on her face. And the winds were pretty bad. They were 35 mile an hour to 45 mile an hour winds. And the branches were really hitting the house. And it was pretty crazy out there. And the Lord was like, Do you see what's going on out there? And she was like, yes. And yet she was perfectly fine inside the house. The storm around you may be swirling like crazy, but in Him, He is your shelter. He is your peace. We need to turn our eyes to Him. Because we don't want to scatter. 
and leave him alone. We want him to come with us wherever we are so that we will be encouraged and we will be courageous. We will be bold in the situations where everyone else is scattering, running away. We will stand firm. We will not be shaken. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you and praise you for who you are. I thank you and praise you for boldness, that we stay in you, that we seek you. Father, we know that you will turn and you will answer us. We give you our hearts. We give you ourselves. Father, we are yours and yours alone. Just remove anything that's distracting us, that's keeping us from you. Thank you, Lord, for all that you are and all that you've created us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.